Yo, 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 this is Jasmine Quinones here. I'm a filmmaker, photographer, musician. I do a bunch of creative stuff. Today, we have another cool episode of For Creativity's Sake. We are talking about being an artist with ADHD, which I think is something that not a lot of people talk about too much. And it hits very close to home for me because I am an artist with ADHD. And I think that it plays a lot into creativity itself. Um, today we have Andrew on the podcast and he is a musician. He actually made the beat that you guys are listening to right now. So shout out to him. And he's going to talk a little bit about his journey being a musician and also having ADHD. Um, I think that if this, this is something that you don't struggle with, um, if you don't have ADHD, I think you could still find a lot of value in this episode because we do talk a lot about fighting perfectionism. And that is something that so many people I know struggle with as an artist, we fight perfectionism all the time and we also fight you know being true to ourselves so if you guys want to hear a little bit about that stay tuned it's a good one hello everybody what's going on today i have a really really awesome episode for you guys uh i have my good friend here andrew uh andrew would you like to introduce yourself and what you do and like what's your title like what do you go by um, I go by Hex. My full name is Andrew Gabra, but I go by Hex, H3X. Um, I am, I mean, I'm a little bit of kind of everything in, in music. I do uh, producing, writing, performing, and um, mixing engineering. Mix engineering, so like basically all the aspects kind of. I've, I've dabbled in it all. <laughs> yeah, so you do the whole, the whole nine yards of like music production and writing yeah. and all that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah which is super cool because I wish that I, because I'm also a musician, so like I also I wish that I had the ability to like mix and master and things like that because that's something that I legit have not been able to like get a hold on. Like that's that's the hardest thing. That is definitely yeah. it's, it's less less about talent and like getting the hang of things, and it's more like just practice. So much like it's just the the cliche like yeah technical stuff you have to study and practice so yeah yeah no that's awesome and so today guys uh we have a really we have a really like cool special episode because for me it's like a more personal episode as well um today we're going to be talking about a little bit about how create about being a creator be, or being an artist um with adhd and i think that that is a super i wanted to have this conversation because I just think it's super interesting topic because I feel like a lot of artists or a lot of people that I've met, not a lot of artists. So I don't think it can go backwards. I, I don't think that every creative like has ADHD. I just think that a lot of creatives that I've met do happen to have ADHD, which is yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. If, I don't know <laughs> if you've felt the same way. Have you met a lot of people that are the same? So it's funny when it comes to ADHD, it's not like it's not like this major thing where like as soon as you talk to them you're like okay like you know they have this specific thing you yeah. know but so i bet a lot more people that i know do have it and they don't realize it yeah. but um but i know i know that <clears throat> my my journey it's mm -hmm. directly affected it and like mm -hmm. i i know that it definitely has a huge uh, part to play in creativity so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if 90% of the people that i know <laughs> actually yeah. low key have it so i know yeah. well that's what's so weird is because it's like when i was so i i mean i didn't get diagnosed till like recently like last year like a few months ago actually um so but i thought it was just so 
interesting because like once i did get diagnosed i was like oh shit like all of this stuff actually makes a lot of sense and then i was also you know i I got to reading about how like creativity is like a really big part of it like you know that the adhd brain is like super creative and we can think outside of the box and we can hyper focus on the things that we like to do and i don't know i just thought it was i thought it was super intriguing how that seemed to that seemed to be like a an over arching theme um like with people who have adhd so i don't know like what what's your backstory like when did you get when did you get diagnosed a and and second like were you always like a creative little kid yeah so (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't it was less creative so like i okay so people my my, not people my parents used to say Mm -hmm. like i had this i was I didn't have OCD, but they said I was obsessive. Yeah. So I like, I would, you could kind of like get the hint, like a super hyper kid, like all over the place, like just kind of doing everything. Like I used to do like magic tricks. I used to do like yo-yos. I love magic. (laughs) Yeah. I I even did ventriloquism at one point. And it's so funny. My brother will be like, I'll, I'll like start like yelling at my brother or like just like annoying him. And like start try to roast him, and then he'll be like, "Yeah, but like I didn't talk to myself as a kid." And then I was like, "Ah, But yeah, no, but yeah, but like basically, I just tried so much stuff, and like I would become like obsessed with that one single thing for like a medium period of time, like a couple months, like yeah, every day on YouTube all day long, just researching, 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 and then um, that that was like all those like fun things like magic tricks and stuff and mm-hmm. then it actually it, and at one time it was just a star wars obsession and like yeah. so now and then now it actually paid off and it was i saw like a, a beat breakdown on youtube or something i think it was when i was a senior and this was like right after basketball had ended so like i played basketball in high school so like i was obsessed with that too and like mm-hmm. I was always training and then like I had nothing to do. So then I was like, I'll just start playing guitar again and singing because I was always just like a hobby. And then mm-hmm. um, and then I just saw the video and I was like, that is sick. I want to do that. Yeah. So then right away, like as soon as um, that. Oh, I know what the YouTube video was. It was Logic solving a Rubik's Cube while freestyling. Oh my God. Yeah, I love Logic. And that. Yeah. And then I was at the time I was obsessed with Rubik's Cubes. Mm-hmm. so oh, wow you were you were yeah, obsessed with a whole yeah, lot <laughs> I, no like literally during study i would like take notes i would peep, my teacher would be like can you can you stop that because she would like hear me writing with my pencil and then like flipping the cube in the back yeah. of my study in high school so i was that like weird kid that was like i had i had a lot of friends like i, I guess you could say i was popular but like i was mm-hmm. like the super nerdy popular you know yeah yeah no <laughs> so, i totally get that yeah but I, like that that bled into that bled into music through like finding logic and then i went down like the rabbit hole of like i saw he was making his own beats like on stage like as like entertainment purposes and then that's how i got into beat breakdowns and then i just became ob- absolutely obsessed from that from there so yeah so did you after you saw that video so did you start by making beats or did you start by like songwriting or did that come afterwards well when i was like seven i tried like writing one song two songs like <laughs> the here and there but like it was like it was like yeah. a little kid trying to write a song you know it was just like n- never came out good it was just like yeah. half-assed but um i started technically like my real start like to like being like a pure musician like i that's what that's what i would label myself as was mm-hmm. when i started making beats like i always played guitar and sang but like i didn't count that that was more of like a like a hobby when i was when i had free time yeah that's awesome. No, that's really cool. Cause like, I mean, I know that I started making 
so obviously my main thing is like video and, and, and photo right now. That's kind of my main thing, but you know, I also relate to you because I also have a musician, you know, kind of thing going on as well. Like I, I picked up music when I was like 14. Um, but I also had the same, the same kind of backstory that, that you did. Um, it was just like, um, hold on my friends FaceTiming me. Okay, good. We're good. (laughs) Um, yeah, I had like the same backstory that you have kind of where I was like, I would always go through phases of like, I was obsessed with like a certain thing and it always happened (laughs) to be like a creative hobby. So like when I was like, like, when I was younger, it was like drawing, like I'd always like to draw and stuff like that. And then, um, I was always obsessed with reading too. Like, I don't know why. What the heck? I don't know why, but I like, <laughs> I was obsessed with like reading all this stuff. And then I think it's because I liked to write. Like, I think that was another creative hobby that I had. So I, I liked to write. So I would start writing stories and shit like that, but like I would never finish any of them. Um, and then that slowly transitioned into like writing songs, doing music. Um, and now here I am doing like video and photo. Um, but I just think it's interesting how you, we can have such a, yeah, like that obsessiveness, I think is interesting because like I, I, I feel like the obsessiveness of of kind of like, I guess you'd call it like the hyper focus part of it, right? Yeah, that's that's what it is. Like I, I never I never really like so like I feel like you've looked deeper into like ADHD and things like that yeah. than I did. Like I was kind of like when I got diagnosed, it was more like a hey, you got ADHD, but, like, here are, like, the cool things about you that comes with it. So, like, yeah. it was, I didn't I didn't look into, like, the science part of it. I just was, like, oh, this is why I'm, I'm pick things up easy. Or, like, this is yeah. why. It's because I'm so, like, there is nothing, like, like, Elena, my, my girlfriend, your sister, yeah. she, she feels the wrath of it every single day where, like, if I'm, if I'm, like, looking something up and she tries to speak to me, it's just, like, it's not me like neglecting her it's like my brain is just so it's just like i need to like readjust what i'm thinking about in order to actually take in what people are saying you know yeah no so I it's do like that, that that's what the, the obsessiveness is it's like it's crazy it's so hard to like to let go of that focus on that one thing you know yeah so how do you feel like that because i feel like that's a really that could be a really big i feel like you can see that in like two ways like it could be a really big strength um in what we oh, do yeah. as artists but it also can be a little bit detrimental as well so how do you feel first like that that is a strength for you in like producing music and doing what you do so yeah i I definitely agree like it's it can go both ways because i literally like yesterday was a bad day in a negative way like i just couldn't focus but today i'm feeling better (laughs) and (laughs) on my good days on my good days i feel like it helps me because i feel locked in like like people say flow state like i feel like i get in that i feel like i get in that zone 90% 90% of the time mm-hmm. and um yeah that's so that's why it's a strength is because I, I get in that state of mind really easily because of um my hi- the hyper focus on music and like as soon as like I'm done writing I'm like okay I want to I want to record and then I'm like trying to make it perfect and then as soon as I record I'm like all right I want to engineer and like that's where it bleeds into the negative aspect where it's like sometimes like because you have to think like I have two big speakers right here yeah and if they're blasting in my ears for like three hours the same single like chorus over and over and over and over again at Mm -hmm. like pretty high volume it's like when I get to the the point where like I had written recorded and now mixing 
it's like all the mixing decisions I make aren't based off of technicality, but it's based off of emotion and not emotion in a good way where like people say like you want to mix to like get the audience to feel the music, but it's more yeah. like I'm I'm just doing it like and what I'm hearing is just like it's it's, it's annoying at this point. <laughs> it's oh, like, really? you know, yeah. So it's like I get so hyper focused where like I overdo things like I'll over I'll put too much effects on and then it just and then it, I get after I take a break, like let's just say I went to get lunch and I come back. I listen. I'm like, this is garbage because like, you <laughs> yeah. know, so it's like that's where it's like I go way too much into it. And so that can be the big negative. So. Yeah, that's a really big negative for me as well. Like even with so not only with music, actually, I don't even think that I get that picky with music because I'm not really like, I don't really mix and I don't really master or do anything like that. And that's kind of where like that real technical stuff comes in. But when I'm doing videos, when I'm making videos, oh my God, dude, like I can sit and do a video for like, I can sit and edit a video for hours and hours on end. And I'm sitting there like nitpicking and overthinking it to the point where I'm like, I hate this. This is garbage now. Like, I don't even want to put it out, you know? And it's like, and people are like, dude, like it's good. Like, why don't you just why don't you just put it up or why don't you stop working on it? So I think a big thing with like the whole ADHD thing is like, I feel like we become like a, we're like overthinkers a lot of the time and B that like, do you struggle with like perfectionism? Like, do you not want to throw, put things up because you're like super tied to like the perfectionism aspect of it? So yeah, like, like it depends, like, cause some people are perfectionists, like I want that word to sound exactly the way I want it to sound. Yeah. I'm more of a perfectionist, like in like a self-conscious way where like, I'm like, so I actually had a conversation with Elena yesterday about this is why it was a bad day. It was because my last song was mm-hmm. is, is doing the one I just put out Friday called Dear Dad. Um, <laughs> that one is doing really well. And I'm, I was pouring so much emotion into that song and the lyrics yeah. in that song. So writing it came really easy in the moment because I wrote it in like a, a dark place. Mm-hmm. So like it was really easy to portray that. But and that's what people like. They like to relate and like feel the music. Yeah. But when I'm not in a dark place, that's when it's like, okay, what do I write about? You know? And that's oh that's God, that's yeah. where I'm like when I make a song that it might be good and like catchy and stuff, then I'm like, but I feel like nobody I feel like nobody's gonna want to listen to it because like they won't relate to it like the last one or vice versa if i put on a uh, yeah. put out a shallow song and it's like a poppy <laughs> song like a radio song and everybody's like i love that and then i make an emotional song i'm like dang they liked they liked the catchier one like i don't know like are they gonna like this like deep emotional song so like i get in my own head like perfectionist that way where like i just feel like i'm looking for um acceptance from the audience more than just like just doing my thing you know just not caring that's yeah. that's where I think I, uh, perfectionism comes in. Yeah, I do the same thing. I'm always like very aware of like, like with music and with video production for me, I'm like the same, like very aware of like what other people are, how other people are going to receive it. I think that's a very like, I think that's like such a widely felt thing now, especially with, uh, especially with social media and the fact that you can get that, like you can see that's that instant said. feedback, you know, Neil said the same thing. He was like, he was saying that like now people like the whole travel video thing Mm -hmm. and like so true because I, I'll get to a point where I'll just like, I'm just like, all right, like I just want to make a banger. I just want to make a banger. Like I just want to make a song (laughs) that everybody will know the chorus to, but then I'm just like, all right, well, and then I, I'm done writing it and I'm just like, what the hell did I just write? Nothing, nothing (laughs) I wrote down makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to please everybody else. And then like, 
Yeah, so like it's such a balanced game, you know, you gotta make the music catchy enough, but like relatable mm-hmm. enough, like in an emotional sense. So like it's it's a tough balance. And like I that's why I really like listening to what Neil had to say was because even though like it was all about videography or photography, like it didn't directly correlate. It kind of did because it was like, I completely understand. Like I feel exactly that. So yeah, no, I mean, I'm really happy that you could find like that relatability. Cause that's what I think about all these, like all these avenues of like creative expression. I feel like they're all tied, like it's all art, you know what I mean? So it's all tied to like that one, you know, singular thing that everyone can relate to. Um, yeah. So that, that's why I'm glad that that resonated with you. Cause it's like a really big problem of like everyone overthinking. And then with us, we have the whole perfectionism thing and we get a lot like in our own heads. And I think that, um, I definitely get lost inside of like that kind of hyper-focus state of mind. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't know that about having ADHD that like you, you get hyper-focused on things to the point where yeah, like, some most people are even, like, you squirrel. can't even, <laughs> yeah, you can't even like hear people talking to you. Like I'll be editing a video for hours and hours on end. And the same thing happens. Like when my girlfriend comes to try to talk to me, like I can't even, I don't yeah, even notice tough. that it's she's so there. Tough. Like, Yeah. My parents make the joke. They're like, we can't leave him home alone because the fire, the house, there could be a fire in the house and he wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so Literally true. Though, that's yeah. exactly, yeah, no, that's exactly how I feel too. Um, and then going off from that. So what do you think? So what do you think? Like, what are the struggles that you face as a musician in general, I guess, but, but, you know, with the way that like our brains work, like, do you, do you ever, do you ever face, cause from the outside looking in it, like when I see you on Instagram, it looks like you're just always like doing stuff and you're always, you're always putting stuff like online. Do you ever have like a bunch of issues where you're just like, you're writing songs, you don't finish anything, you overthink, oh you, do, you don't release stuff. You know what I mean? I, like, wish, is it- I wish, I wish there was a visual like, because like, I know you can see it, but like I, in the, on the <laughs> podcast, it's going to be, it would be tough because nobody would be able to see it. Uh, me and Elena just one night went through my old songs that I did at school especially at school I went through this and I could never finish anything was because like I was always with her because at that point like a lot of my some of my friends either transferred or I was even at the point of dropping out because that's that's what I just did so Mm -hmm. like I was like on the brink of that so it was just like it was me just doing things doing things doing things like hanging out with her like going to class coming back starting a song for an hour and then oh my God, I haven't eaten in eight hours. Like, like I, I gotta <laughs> yeah. go, I have to go get dinner. And then by that time I'm exhausted 20 minutes across campus. And it's just like, so I never finished anything. So we, I, Elena actually got a piece of paper and wrote down, cause we went through the songs the other night, all, all the songs I didn't finish. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this one's fire. This one's fire. This one's fire. And dear dad was one of those. She was like, this is the best song you've made. You actually, you haven't even finished it. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, you're right. You're right. I should do that. So that's, <laughs> so that's the downfall is that like, I now it's nicer now because like I have my own setup and like all I do all day is music stuff. But like mm-hmm. when when this is over and like life kind of hits you <laughs> yeah. at all, it's for me, it's so hard because like I, it's so hard to like do it. I'm not a to do list guy. I should be because like I like everybody says people with ADHD and those those focusing problems should have like a list or something. Yeah. When I write down a list, it's like I look at it once. I'm like, oh, I'm being productive. Like I have a list and then I just never look at it again. Yeah, same. So like that's that's my <laughs> yeah, that's my issue where it's like I never I feel like finishing stuff is so hard, not because I'm not confident in it. Like sometimes it's that but most of the time it's like 
I'm just flying all over the place, especially because like I, I like I said, I do all three like like uh, as an artist, producer and engineer. So mm-hmm. like I have responsibilities in all of them. Like people are asking me for beats. People are asking me for mixing services. And mm-hmm. then like I also need to fit in time to like just focus on my own stuff. So it's so hard. Yeah. So do you do you find yourself getting like super do you find yourself getting super overwhelmed to the point where you just like you feel like you can't do anything? Like that was yesterday. That was yesterday. I was like, I did the I did a cover and I posted it on Instagram, and that was so frustrating because like I was super just in my head about it. And then I finally got it done like correctly, and I was like, whew, thank God. And then I moved on to um, my buddy, also is a videographer, and he was doing a, a travel video, and because he went to Hawaii, uh, studied abroad, and he did um like a video with all of his friends and he wanted me to like edit the audio and like because he's he he likes having help with like the leveling on the sound effects and stuff so like Mm -hmm. I just did that for him and then so I did that as like another thing and then some other kid wanted to buy a beat so I was like trying to get that going and then on on top of that I had to I tried writing a song and then by that time when I tried writing the song I was like I want to smash my head off a wall because I was like <laughs> yeah. I was like why am I why am I forcing myself to write a song right now like cuz I just did like 6 hours of of other stuff mm-hmm. and like so it's like sometimes I spread myself too thin but sometimes it's like I feel like I'm on my game like doing all three is like is like a huge strength but sometimes it's like a big weight on my shoulders you know Yeah so, so. Uh, that's interesting that's you know that's super super interesting that you say that cuz I feel like I'll have spurts like I'll have days where like I do so good, right? Like I get so many different things done and then I'll have like, I'll have days, I'll have bad days. Like the day, like what you were talking about, like you went through yesterday, I'll have like super bad days where I'm like, I feel like I'm failing. I feel like I'm not getting anything done. I feel like I'm not starting any, I'm not finishing anything that I start and I'm not creating for myself and blah, blah, blah. And I'll just like put myself into this like little like black hole of like oh, shame. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. That is such a good word to use black hole. That's yeah. so true. You're like sucked into it and you're like, you can't figure out how to get out of it. And like the only thing that helps is just like not doing it, you know? Yeah. Like that's, that's something I've always struggled with is breaks. Oh my God. It's like, yes. It's people, people say you should, you should mix for 30 minutes and then take like a 10, go, go get a snack and come mm-hmm. back, come back like 10, 15 minutes later and then mix for another 30 minutes. And like, I've never done that. And like, and I, 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 I'm not saying I never done that meaning like, that's stupid. I'm saying I've never done that. Like, that's a huge problem of mine is that like, I just need to take breaks. Like that's like yeah. I, my brain needs to rest, you know? Yeah. Do you feel bad? Take, Cause I know that for me, um, I know that a lot of people tell me to take breaks too. Like I'll be editing and I won't leave my computer for like six. I'll sit in a chair. I could, it's so weird because you would think that like, Oh, I can't, you know, focus on one thing. I can't just, you know, stay in one place. And sometimes it feels like that, but then other days I'll just sit in a chair for like eight hours straight and I won't eat and I won't move. And it's like, it's so bad. And it's like, people are like, you should take breaks. You should take a lunch break. You should take a break to go for a walk. And in my mind, it feels like such an interruption. Like that's, that's what happened yesterday. Again, I, Elena was like, you seem, you seem stressed. Let's go take a walk. (laughs) And then in my head, I'm like, yeah, maybe you're right. But then at the same time, in my majority of my head was saying no, because then that's just wasting time that I have right now to do my stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, that's the thing is that like, what, what, what I think all of us that are like going through this like problem of being so hyper-focused on things, like maybe it's 80, most of the time it's ADHD, but sometimes it's just, you're so passionate about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. That's a downfall. Like sometimes we have to think like everything we make, we feel like is like low key, feel like it's 
God's creation. Oh my and, God, yes. And yeah, and we need to we need to realize that like ninety nine percent of the people that actually watch it, like unfortunately, will just be like, oh, that's cool, and then just go on to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think we need to take a step back and realize like overall, like just hammering away at it isn't going to help us separate ourselves from that creator mindset and put us in the consumer mindset. I think like if we just take a step back and take those breaks, when we come back and revisit our projects, it puts us in more of a first time seeing this mood rather than like, mm-hmm. I've been working on this for eight hours. This has to be the best thing ever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, yeah. the pressure yeah the god's creation like you hit it so spot true. on that's like literally anytime i make a video i'm like dude i need this to be the literal work of god or else yeah it this sucks. has to be the one you always think of it like this is the one and then it's like it's never the one because like like unless it's like a one in one trillion chance that like one thing you make is the thing that like gets you big mm-hmm. but like yeah. in reality it's like it's not really how it works like it might be yeah. one song that like, or like might be widespread or like one video that might get a lot of views um, from other pages and stuff but like it really is like an accumulation of all your work put together that mm-hmm. really builds like an organic fan base that then spreads your the word about you you know yeah no, so I, mean, I think I f- that's awesome and i think yeah i know that i've been trying to just like i don't know i just like i watch i watch you and i watch the stuff that that you put out and like again like from the outside looking in it's it seems like you have a good handle on like releasing music consistently. You know what I mean? Nah, <laughs> dude, I have I have like f- like probably like three songs right now that I could put out like at once next week. But for some reason, it's like like I like I'm saying this right now. Oh, like 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 whatever. Screw it. Like I could just put them out now and it wouldn't matter. But like majority of the time, I'm thinking like I need it. I need it to be released exactly like this and i need you know and like <laughs> yeah. and like i just like i just said like two minutes ago it doesn't really matter because i'm not famous you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. like i yeah. said majority of people are going to listen to it and be like damn this is a good song all right cool and then just go on to the next song on their playlist you know and they're mm-hmm. not going to be like they're not going to be like because he released it at this exact moment it makes the the song 100 times better you know and like thousands yeah. and thousands more people are listening to it like i'm not i'm not at that point where like if Drake waited a year to drop one song, that song would be the biggest thing ever because like Toosie Slide and like all like like things like that, like he waits so long between music. It like he's so famous that it builds hype, but like I'm at a point where like I just need to release, you know? Yeah. And you kinda need to get rid of that like overthinking Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that overthinking and the perfectionism and just say, Hey, like, let's just release this because Exactly. You know, why yeah, why wait, you're right, you know? It's one of those things that's like yeah, I mean, ADHD I, is plays a complete hand in it. Like, yeah, it's the it's it's me being like so hyper focused and like ignoring like the reality of the situation, you know? Yeah. Um, what do you feel like was so you did release an out al- like a full album? What was yeah. that a year ago? Was that a year ago already? Almost like it was July. F- July 5th, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. July 5th or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so how was the process, like as someone who does have ADHD, I know that for me, it's hard to like put together like a full body of work because I'm like, I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this. And then I just, I have, I have my hands in like 15 different things at one time. So what was the process of putting together like a full, cause I know that right now you're releasing kind of like, you're more so releasing singles. Um, how was the process for you releasing like a full body of work, like at once? 
So albums suck, man. They suck. <laughs> no, not the. It's not even the process. It's like yeah. you work so hard to make it like so cool and like as cool as possible, yeah. and then you put it out and like the first three songs get all the listens. You know, yeah. That's just how because it, it's streaming now. It's like not like it's not like you bought the album. You heard the previews of all the songs and you're like, shit, this album's nasty. I'm gonna buy it. It's like the album's right in front of you. You can pick and choose whatever, and there's no repercussions. Yeah. That's what sucks about the streaming era is like everything you put out it's like a it's it's like you don't base it off of like the little preview and like take the leap and be like damn i really want this song mm-hmm. it's like or, or like or it's you don't download it based off of word of mouth and buy it it's oh i listened to the first 30 seconds yeah it's pretty good i'll throw it in my i'll throw it in my saved yeah uh, songs and then like never listen to it again you know it's mm-hmm. it's like tough but that's why albums are hard now but Putting out an album, I think for me was like it was it was when I was starting. So like I I put my first ever song out last January, mm-hmm. and because I'd been producing since my senior year, so I'm I'm 20 now. I should be a junior in college. Like let's just say going off the school years, I, I would be a junior in college. So it's been three years since I started producing, or two, two and a half or something. Because it was that's like crazy. Between, that's yeah. a short amount of time. Yeah, I've and I've only been writing music. Since, well, I put my I technically was writing the songs that came out in January, like november december but um of 2018 but 2019 january 2019 was when i put my first ever song out and um those were just singles because i didn't know what i was doing i I, it was Mm kind of like i just went to a studio because i I didn't know how to mix i only learned how to mix like six or seven months ago and oh wow yeah so i was i was going to a studio so that was like i pretty much would make beats and then be like this beat fits my style i'll write on it Mm -hmm. so those were easy. And then when it came to the album, it was, I, I less was trying to like make it like a story and I more made it like a compilation of the way I describe it is I re, I called it momenta, which is like plural for momentum. Mm-hmm. And I, I called it that because I think every song was uh, a piece of advice for my future self uh, going forward, like in my music career um, mm-hmm. to like, like every song had its own message. So like I think every piece of the album put together was like momentum, like multiple pieces of momentum going forward. So that was cool, but it was just like making a bunch of singles. So I haven't actually put together a story, you know? So gotcha. that that didn't really have a, have a crazy effect on me, but um, it was easier back then because I wasn't doing the mixing either. I would just go to the studio and it would just be done for me. So I didn't have to worry about that. So that's why making an album now would be tough, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, because I was wondering, because I was like, I don't know if he was able to, like, if he was able to just, like, you know, hyper-focus on this on this album and just, like, get it done and get it get it out there, or if it was kind of like a pro- like a scattered process. Because I feel like it was everything, scattered, for sure. Yeah, everything that I do is, like, super scattered um, until yeah. I hit that, like, until I hit that point of, like, whoa, I am hyper-focusing like crazy right now because I'm super passionate about what's about to happen. And you sometimes feel like you are creating God's creation like right then and there. Yeah, that is like, that is, I, that's what, um, so like I've been, I've been doing a lot of like click funnel research because I want to like start making more money off of selling beats. And like, that's like the only way nowadays because of the fact that I see so many producers doing the classic like put a beat on YouTube and then hope to God that yeah, 500,000 people see it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's so funny because if you look at the numbers that way, like not to get too businessy, but like 
the high end people that are like huge on YouTube for producing will get like 500,000 views on a video. And that video, 1% of the people will actually click the link to their beat store, which oh, wow. is like what? 5,000 5, people. And then mm -hmm. like 1% of them maybe will actually purchase the beat for 30 mm -hmm. bucks. So like, yeah, that, that might, that might equate to like a couple thousand dollars, like for that one, that lifetime of that video. But like, it's like the reason why people are against mass selling beats, like taking a package of like, like 10, 15 beats and selling them for 30 bucks, mm -hmm. like and automating the process is because people think like every beat they make is like, they can get it to Drake, you know, they mm -hmm. can get it to all these big people. And like, that's why they put it on YouTube, hoping to God, like big artists will pick it up and they'll get famous. But like, dude, it's like, you have to choose, like, if you want to go the industry route or the, the money route, because like, you can't, there's no way to make all the money and like focus so much on that. And like, but while still being like, I made the, I make the best beats in the world and like be mm -hmm. so arrogant about that, you know? Yeah. So like, that's, that's what screws up creatives is like, they, they overvalue their art because like, yes, it's, 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 you should value your art and, and you should, you should know how much you're worth. But at the same time, you have to understand who is actually buying your stuff, you know? Yeah. That's actually super interesting. That's an interesting quote right there. Like artists overvalue their work and that that's yeah, well, it's like kind of sucks i feel bad hear. saying it yeah i feel bad saying it because like so many people stand for like artists like don't don't let uh them devalue you like you put your heart and soul into that but like at the same time we're not in the 1800s where like picasso made a painting and he's a one it is a one-of-a-kind thing yeah the town next to me there's probably <laughs> someone producing the same exact type of beat in the same like unfortunately that's just how it is everything is so mass spread now it's like mm -hmm. there's there's millions and millions of producers now and millions of artists and millions oh, yeah. of people doing the same thing so it's like because because everybody has a macbook or a, or a decent pc where they can just download the same apps and the same software so it's like you have to figure out a way around that to like make mm -hmm. a living you know yeah no, that's true. I mean, then that's the same thing with, um, you know, the video, the video stuff that I do too. It's the same, same bullshit. Everyone has a camera now, you know, everyone <laughs> is, everyone is making the same videos. Everyone wants to work for these big brands. Everyone's got a Sony camera with a nice lens and it's like, okay, now it's at a point where, yeah, you are, you are no longer in a, in a space where you stand out as talented. Unfortunately, I think very, yeah, no matter how good you are. Yeah, very few select people stand out as like, whoa, this is a one of a kind talent. Now it's like, okay, everyone's talented. Now, how do you how do you kind of flip to how how are you going to sell yourself in in a unique way or how are you going to how are you going to sell your art? How are you going to market yourself? It's it's shitty to think about. Yeah. But that's the it's like the the pro and the con of like having all this technology and having all these resources. It's like, yeah, okay, now everyone can learn how to do it. You might be better. You might be better than most people who are doing it. And there, there's definitely some people who might be better than you, but can you, you know, figure out a way to, to get your stuff out there and sell it more than this guy or this guy, you know? Yeah. That's, that's why, that's why I always shit on the show American Idol, like as a joke, kind of, cause mm -hmm. I'm like, I guarantee if I like brought one of those people into my amazing singers, like, like I'm a decent singer, but like, I could never compare to like these people like hit notes so perfectly that it's like actually silly. Mm -hmm. If I, if I brought them into the studio and sat them down in my chair and was like, all right, make a song. They'd be like, uh, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. that's why, that's why, that's why people like, 
like uh, this is kind of off topic, but th- this is why people like Young Thug and like those mm-hmm. like like mumble rappers. Like I hate, I don't like that music, but I do give a lot of them credit because I guarantee like if people say like they have no talent, but like at the same time, it's like you have no idea how much actually goes into making music. Like even even I've been in the position where I go to a studio and have everything done for me too. So like it's not I'm mm-hmm. I'm excluding. Uh, production and engineering I'm just talking writing music it's like you have you don't understand like this is why people that win American Idol like there's only a couple of them that like actually are household names now and that is a huge show that's you have true. to think like what yeah. happens to 99% of the winners of that show like they're like you get this record deal but like does that what actually matter yeah. yeah yeah does that actually matter when like the songs you put out are garbage and like you can tell that 100 other people wrote them for you true you know it's like yeah. it's it, it's yeah but like that was kind of off topic but i just wanted to make that point it's just like you, it's not about like how good you are it's more like how much you actually like learn and like how much you know you know yeah and how so, much you um put yourself into so true what you're making so you know because you're totally right like when i think of american idol i'm like yeah i know maybe three people like off the top of my head that like actually made it somewhere um and it's like, yeah, they all can sing. They all want American Idol because they can sing. Um, but yeah, putting putting yourself into what you're making is is huge uh, because that's how you that is really how you attract more of an audience or, or a more meaningful audience at least. Like people who will actually fuck with you because they fuck with you. You know? Yeah, that's like it's the that's why when when you post when you post on social media, it's like you can either you can either pander. Or you can you can either pander to a large audience mm-hmm. that a small amount will actually like you, mm-hmm. or you can pander to yourself and just be you, and then yeah. attract the super niche audience that will come to you naturally. You know, yeah. That's and, and that's what because having ADHD and like being so all over the place, that's what sucks. Is that I struggle with that because I'm like I need to make the most pr- perfect video on social media so yeah. that so that I can reach as much people as possible. But then in the end, it's like, like the, I posted after Dear Dad came out, I literally just face cammed and was like, everybody tagged promoting sounds, which is like a big music page. I was like, everybody mm-hmm. tagged them. Like this song means the world to me. I was just me, you know, I just face cammed. Yeah. I wasn't like setting up with like a ring light and things like that. Like I just, I just was me and it got like 160 comments or something, which is like ridiculous. And it, and it, 100, it got like 160 comments, but like 400 views. So that's like a quarter of the people that watched the video commented, which is like crazy engagement. And like, yeah, I was I was trying to post professional looking stuff like way back in the day. And like I would get like two comments, but like a thousand views, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just no, like, I, 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 yeah, yeah, you have to like you have to target people. You have to target yourself like you, you, people like you for your taste, not for not for like you meeting their needs you know <laughs> yeah no i mean it's true and it's like i think that that's a really great that is a really great example of that like because when i posted like i just recently posted a like color grading tutorial and i recently posted like a blooper reel of me like on instagram and those got a lot of traction and it was just like me being me you know what i mean and i think a big part of me like you know i am afraid to kind of like put myself out there in a more personal way like like, hey, this is who I am. Like, this is my personality. And even talking about something like this, even talking about having ADHD is like something that like, even still when I say it out loud, I'm like, oh, that sounds weird to say. Like, I don't know why that makes me like, oh, I, I am this and this and this and this. But I feel like 
you know, that's what people are going to attach to and relate to like, Oh, I am just like Andrew or I am, I, I do relate to Jasmine because like I am this person and I am this age and I do have ADHD or I am a person of color. Or I am this and this and this. And it's like, people will gravitate towards you just being you. Um, and like so much more than they will, than they will gravitate towards like this person who's not true to themselves, not open, but they're, quality is like super professional you know like that's only like I don't know yeah I mean it's it's so true and it's a thing that I I definitely fight with all the time like because I'm a super (laughs) I'm like super like obsessive going back to the obsessive point about things looking nice like I'm like no this has to look nice and this has to look professional and then I'm like yeah am I even putting enough am I even putting the same amount of effort into making things look professional as I am in just being myself like you know and like the now i was talking about like how i was researching click funnels and stuff but the the thing one of the things in the training that i got was um a big point actually it wasn't even the training it's the book that i ordered that's coming but like some guy mentioned it in the training and he said uh there's this thing called I, i think it's kg5 i don't even i don't even know if that's the real thing but it's like your social media brand like shouldn't even be like like what you were saying like trying to like nail the exact like perfect post and it should more be like your brand should be five things that you love the most you know Mm -hmm. and like some people some people find it hard to do five like things that are like shareable like you know like you could do like let's just say you were a health nut you could do like working out food music clothes you know like those types of things and it's like that's like the key to like getting out of your self-conscious like self mm-hmm. is because like i think if you can find that audience that loves you for you that y- you'll you'll stop hating yourself over every post you post you're like damn that didn't get enough like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it's like I, f- I feel like i feel like we're talking about like neil's type episode right now but like it yeah. does relate to adhd because it's like that's what i struggle with is like i can't i i, I get distracted by all this stuff that like i see and like I'm like, okay, like I, it needs to look like this person's stuff or that person's mm-hmm. stuff. And, and less like, I just need to relax and just be me, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's a, <laughs> I feel like that in itself, like just relaxing is like yeah, something fact. that yeah, I like, find so difficult. You can, you can like, probably you, hear like, me breathing. Like <laughs> I literally just can't, <laughs> I literally, I literally just can't take a chill pill and just like, dude, just, just chill out and just like, let things be like, do you find yourself just like, you always have to be doing something? Yeah. My, <laughs> I'll so I don't know if you could you can tell but my like my, my mom now is like to the point where she's like do you, is you mixing stuff hurting your hearing because you keep talking so loud <laughs> and then I'm like I'm like no it's not it's not my hearing it's because like I'll get in the zone and just start like f- like rifling things off my tongue yeah. and that like I just get so excited even if it's like a negative or positive thing it doesn't matter like I'll just mm-hmm. get so into what I'm saying that like I'll just start talking super loud and like it's it's her pretty much saying like bruh chill <laughs> like just yeah. chill for a second <laughs> just yeah, fucking just breathe <laughs> so, yeah calm yeah. down no that's yeah. so true though but it's like yeah I, I i totally get the same way i get super excited about something and i'm like oh my god like i just gotta like i'm super animated like when i do get excited about something i'm super animated about it and then i'm like yeah i'm yeah. gonna do this and this and this or i just did this and this and this and it's like yeah, yeah people are like yo like that's great that's awesome but then it goes into the whole aspect of like, I never really take a second to just like 
truly like take a break or chill out or just like yeah. why do you need to be doing 25 million things or why do you need to feel <laughs> why do you feel like you need to be doing 25 million different things you know yeah yeah and like that bleeds into like the the pressure you put on yourself mm-hmm. because you're so animated which like same, same with me like because we feel like we're like yeah 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 about everything we do and we're yeah. like so in in it by the end like we are like, I can't stop. I won't stop. Like, I'm just going to go till it's done. This is going to be perfect. And then if it if it comes out 1% less than that extremely high standard you put for yourself, it's like your whole day is ruined, you know? Oh, that's for sure. That's what sucks is like you're so, it, I get, that's when I get so in my head and I'm just like, ah, yeah. like I'm trash. Like when I know, like realistically, like I've worked so hard to like know what I know and like, like, and I'm, I'm just scratching the surface of where I want to be. But like, I take pride in like how much I've learned in such a short amount of time. I know mm-hmm. I'm not quote unquote absolute trash, but like, yeah, I just like, if, if I know I can do better, I immediately just get in this like, like sad mood, you know? It's yeah. like tough. So tough yeah. to deal with. I, I definitely, I get that all the time. Like, have you, have you found a way yet to kind of like, have you found a way to like, just to kind of pull yourself back and like give yourself a pat on the back? Cause I feel like with me, I'm always constantly thinking like, even if I post something that's good and people comment and people love it and blah, blah, blah. I still, for some reason, I'm just always feeling like I'm still failing somehow. Exactly. Um, Yeah. I find it really hard to like literally give myself credit. So like, have you been able, do you still struggle with that a lot or or have you found ways to like give yourself credit for what you've done? A little, a little solution that I found, it's not really a solution because like it can't happen all the time. It's not like a yeah. consistent thing, but is collabing. It's huge. Oh, okay. Collabing. Yeah. So like I have like a group chat of shout out Cronin, shout out Wex, shout out Questions. But those, those three guys, they're, they're uh, artists that do like similar type of music to me. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I had the most fun making a song ever like other than one song i did but the second most fun i've ever had making a song and during quarantine we all have our own little setups and like mm-hmm. the reason why i felt it came so naturally to me making that song like is one of us sent a beat that we found on youtube and then the next person was like yo i have a hook for that and then the next person was like i want to build off that you know and it's like mm-hmm. takes the pressure off of one person like trying to drill in this perfect thing and it's just yeah. like we're just passing it around like trying to like it's like taking a blank piece of paper and like drawing a line and then the next person draws a line and like you know and you build off of that and it ends mm-hmm. up coming out like completely different than you thought it would in a great way you know and like that and it takes all the pressure off me and like i i have more fun like doing that than like 8 hours in being like well how do i feel about this song and then i just ended up wasting 8 hours of my life you know <laughs> yeah it's like it's horrible that is that's a good way to do it kind of like it's kind of like an accountability it's almost like accountability thing like having other people to kind of like keep you from slipping into that black hole of like oh my god i just worked on this for eight hours and it's shit you know you have two other people who you're working on a song with and they're like and you get that kind of like morale boost a little bit yeah and even when they tell me it's garbage if i like make a verse and they're just like uh either they're just like i right, try try doing it this way or that at least at least they're giving me a direction to go because when i tell myself that mm-hmm. it, it's not my full potential then it's like it it goes directly to this sucks but instead <laughs> when it to them when in their eyes they're like he can do it better in this way this is the reason why and they can pinpoint it because they're a separate head than mine so they mm-hmm. tell me like 
try it this way. Or like, I'll even say it to them. And then like, they're just like dope. And it just comes out 20 times better. Mm-hmm. But like, I know like as creatives, like when we, when we sit down by ourselves, we're such loners that like, if we just start to f- try to do something, start to finish without like letting other minds in, it just, you're just asking, you're just asking to fail, you know? Yeah. Cause you're, you're, yeah. Cause you're your own worst critic. Like no matter, absolutely, yeah, no matter like ADHD or not, like, everyone who's an artist I feel like is just always bashing themselves like and I think and I think that that is part of being an artist and I think that you will always be your own worst critic in general Mm -hmm. but that is that is a really interesting way to do it like an interesting way to kind of keep yourself from slipping too far deep into it is like yeah working on stuff with other artists you know like I think that's a great that's a great point that's a great um great way to yeah not let yourself slip because i'm just constantly slipping i need to i need to work yeah. with some more people <laughs> it's so dude like collabing is so sick like people yeah like uh, like when they can beat some trash at melodies like i just can't like i sample all the time because i'm like i don't have a midi keyboard so i have mm-hmm. to like click in notes and stuff like if anybody knows how like making beats works like clicking in notes is just such a pain in the ass so yeah like when it come, people will like send me melodies and I'll be like, yo, this is dope. So like we're, you know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're, uh, my strengths could be other people's weaknesses and other mm-hmm. people's uh, strength could be my weaknesses. So it's like, it's nice. It's when you're collabing with other people, it's like you kind of, it's like you're pulling each other up, you know, the whole way. It's not, you don't mm-hmm. have to climb the whole way by yourself. It's nice. Yeah. No, that's sick. That's like, and that's, that goes for like, yeah, for anything. Um, It is nice to have people to kind of like, yeah not other people help you not get in that hole um and i think that that's a super great little piece of advice for people you know who don't for people who feel like they are just constantly not putting stuff out or or not doing anything because they are slipping into the overthinking and the perfectionism and not getting anything done i think that is a great way to keep yourself afloat and keep yourself creating is just finding that that community of people who can also help you and yeah separate minds have strengths and weaknesses to play off of i think that's super important because like absolutely everything it's like it's everything in music and yeah. any type of art it's like it's what you can't logic has his own producer and like mm-hmm. his his own producer and logic both have their own engineer you know like you can't do it by yourself like granted like i, c- I can do all three but like i don't wanna you know like sometimes i just yeah. want to look up a youtube beat and write on that instead of my own stuff because like i'm already three hours into like perfecting the beat and then like <laughs> i'm like all right f- like i don't even want to do the work on the same thing anymore you know it's just it just gets too much like so like it's nice yeah, no, I totally agree. Like working in teams is something that I've found helps me as well. Um, Cause yeah, you can do everything. Like it's like technically, yes, I can like, I can shoot, I can edit, I can direct, I can do this, I can do that. And for you, it's like, yeah, you can write the song and produce the beat and master it and mix it. But it's like, that yeah. gets exhausting. Like it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, it gets exhausting. And you might not come out and at the end of the day, yeah, you might come out with a product that you're like, I don't even like this. It's trash. And then you don't do anything yeah. with it. 10 hours, poof, gone. <laughs> yep. And then the cycle repeats itself. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's super yeah. sweet. Um, but yeah, I mean, to kind of, to kind of loop this conversation back around and to, you know, kind of find a, a place to wrap it up. Um, what, what would be your, I, I like to ask people like what advice they would give um, to people in their situation. But as someone who is a musician, which is its own struggle, and someone who also 
has ADHD, which is its own separate struggle, kind of what would you, what advice would you give to somebody who's in your shoes? Like someone who, who might struggle with both things or only one of them. Uh, what would you say to kind of keep them going? Well, like we just said, definitely find other people that do the same things as you. Mm-hmm. Because like ADHD is is cliche. You just squirrel like you just can't you know <laughs> that's it yeah, yeah. you can't you can't you might be hyper focused but you can't look at it in a in the correct way like you, the you know, the lens that you're looking at it at is is the god godsend product lens mm-hmm. all the time and yeah. like if you just give hand it off to somebody else they will just they don't have your brain you know so that's that's one um and two it would be take breaks this is that wow this is like advice to myself because like it's so true like it's so hard it's no like taking advice like this like when it comes to like something like adhd it's not like how to make beats in an apartment where you can't play music loud you know it's like not that simple it's like not like a linear thing it's like you're dealing with like your mind which is like the most complex thing in the world but like it's like take breaks and like approach it when you start things or like go to work on things like there's so many other good artists out there like just just do you and like don't don't try to make the most perfect thing in the world try to just make something you enjoy making and if people like it they like it if they don't just do the next thing and you just have one more thing in your catalog you know so yeah no that is great advice even for me like even to hear that is like yeah you're right just just make stuff stop overthinking it like that's something this is supposed to be fun this isn't supposed to be like a this isn't supposed to be like like a complete an utter anxiety session you know it's like yeah exactly. it's supposed to be something that makes you feel good so instead of instead of just trying to like be the biggest thing in the world like if you just do you and just have fun with it and just always like that's another thing is like always learn like there's i don't care who you are you can people are like bro you've you've been mixing for I, at work i'll tell people oh yeah i've been mixing for like a year and a half because like I want them to trust me, right? Because people come in with paying, paying a paying customer, so I can't say I've been mixing for six or seven months, or else they'll look at me weird, you know? And they'll yeah. be like, "Bro, like I, I, I don't know." Yeah. I have to, I have to lie. So then one of the one of the kids was like, um, was like, "Bro, you've only been doing this for a year and a half," and I was like, "You're like actually." <laughs> I was like, I was like actually <laughs> to tell you the absolute truth, because like then I knew he was happy with what I was doing. I was like, I've mm-hmm. only been doing it for like six or seven months. And they're like, what, dude, what the hell? So, yeah, it's like, it's, and the reason why is because like, I, I, I could produce and I could, I could write music, but like, why not learn the other stuff too, right? Like, I could mm-hmm. always get better at something, you know? And like, I'm still in that position. I still listen to my mixes and like, they could be better. So like, like, instead of like trying to like take what you already know and try to make the most perfect thing ever, that missing piece might just be knowledge and like, that's that's huge is like just just learn as much as you can because then naturally you'll become happier with what you're doing because you can feel yourself getting smarter in that area yeah and i think that's a good a good way to put it is like you know through the process of learning you got to kind of give yourself a pat on the back like for learning like you might not have created like the most amazing product but at the end of the day can you look back at the thing that you made previous to that and say, oh, hey, I think I got at least a little bit better. Even if it's not exactly Facts. what I wanted it to be, you still have to learn, I think, how to tell yourself, well, I did improve. And I feel like we don't give sure. ourselves enough credit for just simply improving. Yep, that's not as huge. It's, it's what, it's what boosts your self-esteem and makes you feel proud of yourself, you know? Like just knowing that you were yeah. better than yesterday. So 
Yeah. No, that's sick. But dude, uh, thank you so much for, for being Absolutely. on this, <laughs> being on this episode. I feel like it's so interesting to just talk about everything um, and how they intersect and, and, and hearing about your, you know, your music journey and kind of how you do things and, and the things that you still struggle with is super, it's just super nice to hear because so many people, I feel like think that everyone's got it figured out. Like they see you posting stuff on Instagram and they're like, Oh, Andrew's got it figured out. Like he's, he's been putting out X, Y, Z things. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? No way. And it's like, yeah. I don't know what the yeah. hell I'm doing. <laughs> I'm winging yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. everyone, and that's the thing. Everyone, everyone is, is in some way winging it because everyone is learning. Like you're, everyone is still in the process of learning no matter where they are in their journey. Um, so this was super, super dope to have this conversation with you. I don't know if there's any other points that you want to hit on before we go. I will ask you um, to tell the people where they can find your your music or where they can find you online. Um, but if there's anything else that you wanted to hit on before before we sign off. Um, um, yeah, you know. they, you, they, can, they can find me on Instagram uh, at ITSH3X. And Twitter is the same thing, ITSH3X. You can find me on YouTube uh, at hex tv h3x tv um i do like uh, mixing tutorials and like breakdowns and stuff and sometimes i'll just um throw up like beats on there for people to like check out um and then they can also find me on spotify apple music the whole nine there um just h3x um mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's it and then as far as like things i want to say that's i pretty much on the in the advice section i pretty much hit it all just be a student of the game like you know, if if you do struggle with ADHD or like or even self-esteem in general, like issues and like focusing on things that you enjoy rather than what you think everybody else will love. Um, just just do you and just and just keep learning and just make yourself feel good for getting better uh, that day than you were the day before. You know, so. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great, great way to, great way to end the, end the episode is, yeah, just do <laughs> you sure. and, and just give yourself a damn pat on the back, you know, like Facts. you, you yeah, did it, you dope. did it. Yeah, yeah you're no, taking well, a leap, right? So <laughs> you might as yeah. well, might as well praise yourself for it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for joining me on this episode. It was really, really thank great you for to having speak me. to you. Yeah. And oh, cool. everyone go check out his music. His music's sick. Uh, really, really <laughs> love his stuff. And he's super, super active on Instagram as well. So check him out. I'll put all the links in the description to this episode. But for now, thank you guys for listening. And we will see you in the next one. So Peace. Adi- <laughs> adios, everyone. <laughs> adios.